This is KMTT, and today, Wednesday, we have weekly shir by Harav Yair Khan on principles of mezuzah and tefillin. Today, we're going to talk a little about ritzuos tefillin and dinim and halachos that are connected to ritzuos tefillin. And at the end, hopefully, we'll get to another discussion in the relationship between the ritzuos and between the bottom of tefillin. But let's start with a Gemara and Daf Lamed Hamid Beis. The Gemara says Abaye have a Yosef coming to Rav Yosef. Abaye was sitting in front of Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was Abaye's Rebbe, one of one of Abaye's Rebbeim. If Sikle Ritzua the Tefillin, he was sitting there and he was wearing Tefillin, and the Ritzua of the Tefillin ripped. Amale Maula Miktere. So he asked Rav Yosef, Is it possible to tie the ends of the Ritzua together, or do I have to buy a new uh, new Ritzuos? Amale Ukshatim Ksiv Shtek Shiratama. It says in the Pasuk, Ukshatim, Ukshatim Yadecha, uh, that you need Kshiratama. We'll go, get back to what Kshiratama means. Uh, okay, okay, we established that Kshira doesn't work. Is it possible to sew it together? And to sew it in a way from the inside so that from the outside you can't notice that uh, it was ripped and it was, and it was fixed. So, uh, go and see what people do and people don't sew it and therefore it's no good. The Gemara later on will explain why it's no good. We'll get to that later. Let's go back to the first issue of whether you can tie it and the problem of Kshiratama. Rashi brings two different perushim. Kshiratama, the first perush is, Shetheya Kshira Na'e, it should be a good Kshira, Im Yesh Kesher Ache Beretzua Levad Mi Kesher Shekoshim Barosh, Tu Lo Havei Kshira Yafe. If there's another Kesher, aside from the, the main Kesher, then it's not a Kshira Yafe. Lashon Acher, Kshiratama Ritzua Shlema Velo Kshira. There has to be a complete, a kshir has to be with a complete ritzua as opposed to a broken ritzua that was attached together. So it's not a din of the kesher, but it's a din of the ritzua. The kshir has to be with a complete ritzua. Okay, so the, the second period you know, requires a certain completeness of the ritzua. And last week's shir we saw a din of or echad, that the bayit has to be made out of one or. So, so too there has to be a certain unit called a ritzua. And uh, therefore to take two different separate pieces of Ritzua to tie it together would not be good. What's interesting is the is the first Pirish. That you need Kshira Tama and if there's a Kesher Acher then that somehow is Pogeh in the Kesher. It's not that the Ritzua has to be one complete Ritzua but the Kesher has to be a more complete a more perfect Kesher. Um, now first of all what's interesting is that even though the Pasuk is Ukshartim and it relates to the Shalyad, Ukshart of the Os Ayadecha, uh, Rashi here is talking about the Rosh. Rashi says, Vinyesh Kesher Acher Bertsua Levad Mi Kesher Shakoshim Barosh, Tulohadik Shoyafe. So, first of all, what we notice in Rashi is that the verb Ukshartem, which is said explicitly regarding the Shalyad, also relates to the Shalrosh. Uh, it's what the Ibn Ezra on, in his parish al Torah always calls Moshech Atzmo V'acher Imo. In other words, the verb Ukshartem, La'osa Yadecha, goes on the Sharosh as well. And the Pasuk should be read as follows. Ukshartem La'osa Yadecha, Ukshartem Vayula Totafos Ben Inecha. In other words, the, the Mitzvah Kshira is not only on the Shalyad as opposed to Vahayu on the Sharosh, but the Mitzvah Kshira relates to the Shalrosh as well. You have to be kosher, the the Rosh, Bein Einecha. 
And therefore, we have a Kesher not only on the Shal Yad, we have a Kesher on the Shal Rosh as well, in back of the head. You have a Kesher, Shal Tfilin, which is Halacha on Shri Sinai, whether it's in the Tzura of Adal or Tzura of a, or, 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 or a square. Um, you know, that's irrelevant, but there has to be, there is a, there is an idea of Kesher Shal Tfilin, because one has to be kosher, the Tfilin to the Shal Rosh. Obviously, the Kshira doesn't mean you have to make the Kshira anew each time. That's uh, an issue which we'll see in a, in a later shiur. Sheet of Rabbi Al-Yaw and Machok's Rabbi Yaw and Rabbi Tam. But, you know, the Kesher is what holds the Tefillin Shal Rosh in place. The Kesher is what holds the Tefillin Shal Yad in place. And therefore, the Kesher serves, serves a certain function. Now, what would happen if there'd be another Kesher in between the Shal Rosh and the Kesher in back of the head? Then the Kesher in back of the head, which is Halacha Mushmi Sinai, alone is not holding the Shalosh in place. There's another Kesher that's also needed to hold the Shalosh in place. And therefore, it's a Pagia. It's, it takes away from the function of the Kesher. The Kesher no longer is a perfect Kesher. This is not the Kesher that holds the Shalosh in place. There are two different Sham that are holding the Shalosh in place, and each one is needed. And therefore, the Kesher, which is Halachim Moshe Misina, the Kesher of the Shalosh, is no longer functioning as a complete and full and perfect Kesher. Okay, so that, so that's the, the, the first din of, uh, the first parish of Rashi that has to be Kshira Tama. In other words, it's a din in the Kesher. Now, what's interesting is that there's apparently an Afghamina, or there could be an Afghamina, between these two different Perushim. Uh, whereas according to the first parish, it's pretty clear that the tear of the Ritsua and the Psu of the Kesher has to be only in the part of the Ritsua that's around the head itself. The part of the Ritsua that continues on down um, and, and hangs down, that wouldn't be a problem. If that rift, there would be no problem of, 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 of tying it because that wouldn't be in any way a Pgiya in the Kesher of the Tfil and Shorosh. So that you could certainly tie. That wouldn't be a problem of Kshiratama. However, according to the second Pirush, that the Ritsua itself has to be a complete Ritsua, that would apparently apply to any section of the Ritsua that's needed, Me'ikaradin. So there is an argument exactly what is the shear of the Ritsua that's needed, for instance, for the Shalrosh. Um, there's a Gemara later on, uh, the Kamashi Urayu, what is the shear of the Ritsua, that is, that the Ritsua has to go on down till the, till the finger. Okay, um, Rashi says, Um, okay, first of all, the whole, there's a machlokas whether this period, whether it's going on the Shalosh or on the Shalyad. According to many people, it's going on the Shalyad. In other words, there were two of the Shalyad. You have to, it has to be able to reach, uh, the finger. Okay, we'll get back to that, that issue later. But there are others that understand that the, the shear of Espetsreda is how long down the film shall, the two of the film Shalosh have to hang. Um, and it has to go down to the Esfetzreda. The ones that don't have Esfetzreda being the shear of the Tzvil and Shalosh, you know, have a different shear of the Tzvil and Shal, 
uh, of the Tfilin Shalrosh. But in any case, there is some kind of a shear of the Tfilin Shalrosh. How long do the Ritzulas have to go down? There's a shear of the Tfilin Shalyad. How long do the Ritzulas have to be? Um, and regarding, uh, and, and regarding the entire shear of Tfilin, uh, of the Ritzulah, or there should be a din of, of Kshirah, like Kshirah apostles, and it has to be a complete and full Ritzulah, and if it's ripped and you tie it together, that's not a complete, that's not a complete Ritzulah. Okay. Um, yeah, Rashi says, let's find the Rashi, Kamashurai Radifitsveda, Ravkana Machri Kafuf, that yes has to be bent, Ravashi Machri Pashir has to be has to be straight, Rabba Kataluhu Pashir for Shadilhu, Ravakh Kataluhu Umbatlsahu, one would hang it down, one would one would have it the other way. Um Rashi writes Rabak Shaminiak Tfilin Kashale Bereshe Ushayutus Pashif Shadu Vitolna Ak Saif of Meachorav. Should the Ritzuas hang in back or should it be in front? According to the other day, Matasu, the Ritzuas are clear as how you got Mushalshan, the Laz in front. So according to Rashi, this whole Sugi is talking about Tzilm Sharosh and it's talking about, you know, how far the Tzilm Sharosh have to continue down. So apparently, Adam Petsweb is referring to the Tzilm Sharosh probably. Uh, well, according to other shifters, as I said, it's referring to the Tzilm Shalyad. But in any case, the question is, there is a kesher that one has for the film shal yad. You wrap it around your hand and then you put it through the hole and you tie. So there's one kesher, which is the kesher, which is the yud shal tefillin, which holds the ritzu in place. And there's another, you know, kesher that you wrap it around and you put it through the loop and then you tighten it. So that's also a way of being mechaber and being kosher that film till, till the, you know, to the yad. The first daya that's the chishon ukshartem, would mean that the part that goes around the arm, if that part rips and you tie it, that would be Epsilon in the Kesher, in the Hiduk, in the part that attaches the Tefillin, the, the vice of the Tefillin to the hand. But the continuation of the Tefillin that you wrap around the hand or goes on down to the Espitzredo, according to one opinion, if you, have, if you would have a rip there and you would tie it, that would be okay. So if it's a problem in the, in the Kesher, it would only go on the part of the Ritzua that's around the arm. However, or on the part of the Ritzua that's around the head. On the other hand, it's a problem of the shear of the tefillin, of the Ritzua itself that you need a complete Ritzua, then the entire shear that's required, the Chora, uh, would, would be, would be, uh, have the same din. Uh, the Rush, in fact, um, limited the din of the Kshira, uh, the Kshira Tama only to those parts which go around, which are around the head and around, and around the arm. The rest of the tefillin, he said, is okay. So you simply could explain that the uh, that the uh, the din is is a din in the kasher. Okay. What's interesting is that the sefer truma writes as follows: Hilkach yesh lahachmir v'legalus v'tzul shalrosh lefanav yuarukos shalimin ara tabor shal small ara chazer. That's I said the other shit that doesn't go to etzbetzreida. That has to go to the to the etzba, and then the, and after giving the shirv tefillin, he says nifsika ritzua v'lonish abak keshiur shepirashti la'el ein latakan bekshira. If the ritzua, the shir that I mentioned before, the whole shir of the shell of the ritzua of shalrosh, 
the whole shiv ritzua shal yad, if that breaks, you cannot fix it through through kshira. Okay? So that would fit in very, very nicely with the second pirush of, of Rashi, that it's a din in the ritzua, it's not a din in the kesher. Also for the Rambam, it sounds like it's the entire shir. The Rambam writes, ritzua shenifzaka, in koshnosa, ve'in tofnosa, el motzia ve'gonza ve'osinacheres. If it, if it, if it rips, you can't tie it, you can't, you can't, you can't sew it, you have to put another one, and the Chori's talking about the entire Ritzua. Okay. Now, <coughs> excuse me. The Mishkara Siakov suggested that the Machok between the Rosh and the Sefer Truma might not be these two days in Rashi. In other words, it might not only be whether the din of is a problem of kshira tama, or whether it's a din in the ritzua, you know that if it's a din in the ritzua, it clearly should be the entire length of the ritzua. If it's a din of the kshira tama, then it's only things that affect the the kesher itself. The Mishnah Yaakov suggests that there might be a different issue, um, and he wants to connect the rush over here to another rush, um, another rush that's found in the, another sheet of the rush that's found in the tour. Okay? The tour says that the rush would make, would put on its film Sharosh immediately after tying the connecting or being mahadik that tefillin shalyad first you put on tefillin shalyad and then you put on tefillin sharosh the the common minhag is to is to put on the tefillin shalyad and to wrap it all the way down the seven wraps around the hand and before you wrap it around the fingers you put on the tefillin sharosh that's the common minhag the rush would put on the tefillin sharosh immediately after attaching it to the arm before wrapping it all the way all the way down the arm. As long as he would attach it enough that it won't fall off the arm, he would then put on the film shalosh immediately. And only afterwards he would wrap the seven wraps around the around the arm and around the fingers. So basically what the shita of the rush might be, according to the Mishnah Yaakov, is that the main mitzvah of filling is only attaching it to the Zroa. It doesn't have to be wrapped around the arm. That's not the main mitzvah. The main mitzvah is ukshatim os ayodecha, and we say ayodecha has to be the part of the yad which is connected alev, which means the zroa. It's a, above the elbow, you know. On, on, it's the section right above the elbow. That's what it has to be attached to, and that's ukshatim os ayodecha. And once you attach it to that part, you've been making the mitzvah of tefillin. And once you put on the film shalyad, immediately you should put on the film shalosh because you're, 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 there should be no hefsik between the kim of mitzvah of the film shalyad and the kim of the mitzvah of the film shalosh. And only later on you do the things which are not part of the basic mitzvah, which is wrapping around seven times around the arm and putting around the fingers. Those are things which are not intrinsic to the mitzvah itself. So that was the shita that the Torah quoted B'shem the Rush. Okay, so if so, it could very well be 
that the main part of the Ritzuah, which actually you do the Mitzvah with, with, is only the part that wraps around the arm and only the part that wraps around the Rosh. The rest is not, you know, is not as intrinsic a part of the Ritzuah. So even if I say that it's a din in the completeness of the Ritzuah as opposed to the completeness of the Kesher, there might be a very, very big difference between the Ritzuah, which is part of the Gufa Mitzvah and used for the Gufa Mitzvah, and the, and they, and the ritual, which basically simply has to hang down, or even hang down from the arm, because wrapping around the arm, or wrapping around the fingers, that's no longer a basic part of the mitzvah. Okay? What is the sheet that says, no, what you have to do is wrap around the arm first? What do they hold? Apparently they hold that although the bias of the tefillin is on the upper, is on the part above the elbow, Nevertheless, ukshatim laos ayodecha requires that you attach the bias through the ritzuos along the entire length of the arm. In other words, I don't only tie it to the, you know, to the, to the part above the elbow, but I tie it onto the form, forearm as well through the ritzuos. In other words, I view the, the bias as being tied onto the entire length of the arm. And therefore, I haven't been kosher al-yadi until I've wrapped it around the arm as well. So the basic mitzvah is ukshatu al-yadecha, which is not only attaching it to the part above the elbow, but it's also wrapping it, attaching it to the arm through the wrapping of the ritzua. Now, there might be a third opinion as well. And Moiv Rebbe of Salvechik, Zechat Salik Ravacha, wanted to claim that this was the Shita of the Rambam. That, according to the Rambam, the entire shear of the Ritzua, and the Mitzvah's Kshira is not only to wrap it to the, uh, along the arm, but also to wrap it to the Etzba as well. Why is the shear of the Shalyad till the Etzba Tzreda? Because basically, even though it was only the Karayim that said, you have to be kosher ayadecha, put it on your, on your hand. And Chazal Adorish no. Ayadecha means on the upper arm, Keneged Halev. Okay? But nevertheless, we, we tie it onto the hand as well. How do we tie it onto the hand? By wrapping it around along the length of the arm and wrapping around the fingers as well. And therefore, the length of the Sua is Aret Patsredu because the basic Kima Mitzvah Vukshatim Ayadecha requires that we tie it not only onto our, our arm, but we tie it onto our hand as well. And how is that done? By, by, by tying the ritzuos around from the upper part of the arm all the way down through the fingers. And therefore, we haven't been making the basic mitzvah of the shalyad, of Rukshatim Ayadecha, until we've wrapped it all along the arm and all the way down to the fingers as well. And therefore, there's another, you know, another shita, which, by the way, was the minhag of Rapsalvechik, that what you do is you wrap it all along the length of the arm and you put the section on the fingers. You don't have to wrap it around the extra part of the, the ritzuah around the, around, around the head, because that's certainly not part of the mitzvah. But you go all the way around and wrap it around the fingers as well. And according to this, by the way, you will not say a rastich olam because that would be and you haven't put on the shalosh yet. So it means you wrap it all the way around, all the way on the fingers, and only then you put on the shalosh. Right? You want to say a rastich olam afterwards you can say a rastich olam but not while you put it around the fingers. 
Okay, so basically what you have is three different shitas. One shita of the rush, that you only wrap it around the upper part of the arm, and then immediately you put on the sharosh, and only later on you wrap it around the arm and the fingers. In other words, the main mitzvah is only to, to attach it to the upper part of the arm. You have the shita, which was the minag of the ari, brought down in the Magna Vram, that the basic mitzvah is to wrap it on the upper part of the arm and attach it to the, to the, to the arm up until the hand. And only then do you put on the sharosh. And afterwards you tie on the fingers and say, And the third opinion is that the kshira has to be on the upper part of the arm, but through the ritzuos, you, your kosher also al yadecha. And therefore, you have to attach it to the section of the fingers as well. And only after that, without saying only after that you put on the sharosh, and that was the minag of Rav Salavechik. Okay? So, when we talk about what exactly is the Ikka part of the Ritzua, and how you become the Ikka Mitzvah, so, you know, even if I talk about that the Ritzua has to be Ritzua Shlema, there can be a distinction between the Ikka part of the Ritzua in which you become the basic Mitzvah, and a distinction be- between that and between um, the rest of the Ritzua. Or, alternatively, when I say Ukshatim, there has to be a Kshiratama, it includes the entire length of the arm, and maybe including the fingers as well. That, all that wrapping around is a kshira. So if the ritzur would be ripped, there would be a chisarn and kshira tamba if I haven't yet gotten to the fingers according to, let's say, the shita of the rampa. Okay. Uh, what I want to do briefly now is discuss another issue. The Gemara, in the continuation of the Gemara, it says that um, it brings out a din of gadumim um, regarding the question of whether you can sew it on. So, Abai wanted to say, he said, Tanya Abchia, Gardu Ritzuos Kseros, that just like if, there's, if the strings of tzitzes fall off, there are certain circumstances, that is still kosher. So too, Gardu Ritzuos Kseros. So if the Ritzua breaks as well, it should be kosher. As long as it was made with the proper shear, and later on rips off, it's still kosher because it retains uh, its shear. As long as you can be mekayim the ma'aseh mitzvah, and then the says lohi, it's not true. You say it by tzitzis, you say it by ezov, by mitzora, but you don't say it by 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 tefillin. Why? Hasam who the tashmishe mitzvah ninu, avlahacha the tashmishe kedusha ninu lo. Right? You don't say it by tashmishe kedusha. Okay, we're not going to discuss the difference between tashmishe mitzvah and tashmishe kedusha, but what we're going to do is point out that Ritzuos are, are considered Tashmishe Kedusha. In other words, as opposed to the bias of the Tefillin, which is Gufei Kedusha, which is Kedusha itself, the Ritzuos of the Tefillin are considered Tashmishe Kedusha. Tzitzis are considered Tashmishe Mitzvah. There are things that you use for a Mitzvah. But Tefillin, which have the Shem Hashem inside, it's like a Sefer Torah, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like a mezuzah. Those are things which are gufe kedusha. Now, with Suos, the bias, which has the shinshelt filling, the Gemara Shabbos says that the bias that fills is also gufe kedusha because it has an os, it has one of the osios of Hashem. But the Ritzuos, the Gemara here says, that's Tashmishe kedusha. Okay? So, First of all, before going further, I'm just going to point out that there is, in the Mordechai, quotes the sheet of Rabbi Hanan, that the Ritzuos are Tashmish only when they're not attached to the tefillin. 
when they're attached to the tefillin, then they're a continuation of the tefillin and they're considered gufek tusha. Okay? But uh, in any case, it says the ritzuos, it calls the ritzuos of tashbishek tusha, and according to most opinions, even when it's attached to the tefillin itself, the ritzua only has a din of tashbishek tusha, while the bais itself and certainly the cloth have a din of gufek tusha. Now, we already know, we already pointed out once that the, that Tosos wants to prove from that distinction that the Ksharim of the Ritzuos are not part of the Shem Hashem. You have a Yud of the Ritzuos, you have a, you have a Dawr of the Ritzuos and a Shalyad. Now, if that would be part of the Shem Hashem, then the Ritzuos would be Gufek Tusha as well. And therefore, Tosos pointed out that since it doesn't have the name of Tusha, but only Tashmishek Tusha, apparently it's not Osios of the Shem. We already noted that according to the Ran, uh, and this is how Rebelvel understands, uh, the Ritzuos are Ksharim Bitzuos house. But nevertheless, you know, they, they, they do form together with the Shin, the Shem Hashem. But it's not Ksivas Osios. It's not a Tzura of the Os itself, but they're Kshira. It's a, it's a Kesher Bitzuos house. And therefore, since it's not an Os Ksuva, it wouldn't, wouldn't have a din of Kisriya Kodesh, and it wouldn't have a din of, uh, of, of, uh, of Gufek Tusha, and certainly it wouldn't stand, uh, up to the standards of Tzuras Haos. You know, they need a Kutzor Shayur, it has to be perfect, but nevertheless, they're, they're, they're Ksharim, which symbolize the Osios of Hashem. And therefore, they do together form the shame of Shin Dalad Yud, uh, when you're wearing the Tfilin, but nevertheless, it's a Kesher with Tzuras Haos, as opposed to an Os itself. And that would explain why the bias, which has the shin, is gufek tusha, while the ritzuos, which only have a kesher b'tzuros haos, is tashmishek tusha. Okay? Now, what we have regarding the ritzuos, since the, the din of ritzuos apparently seems to be lower down than bias itself, bias itself uh, has a din of Gufek Dusha, while the Ritzuos only have a din of Tashmishek Dusha, um, that raises a certain problem because there is one din that Lechor Ritzuos have a greater, seem to be, have, require more dinim than the bias itself. And what I'm referring to right now is the din of the color of the Ritzuos. The Gemara says that Ritzuos Shcharos is a halachal Moshmi Sinai. That Ritzuos has to be, has to be black. Now, uh, it's talking about the Ritzuos only on one side, the part that's outside, Noyem Labar, the part that's outside, facing the outside, has to be black. That's the Dinah Ritzuos, Shcharos, Halach, Sinai. The inside can be a different color. The Here, the Gemara You can only kosher, the Ritzuos have to be the same min. Right? In other words, the Ritzuos could be any color, it could be green, it could be black, it could be white, as long as it's not red. So, it says that the Ritzuos have to be minan. Uh, well, according to the Rambam, this din of minan means it has to be the same color as the bias. 
So the Gemara says, Habafnim Habachutz. In other words, the Gemara on the outside has to be black, the inside should be the color of the bias. In other words, the bias did not have to be shachar. The bias could have been any color whatsoever. The bias could be green, the bias could be yellow, the bias could be pink, it's just, just as long as it's not red. So we make the bias shachar, right? But nevertheless, the bias did not have to be black, it could be any color. Now, why the Ritzua Stafka require black and the bias doesn't require black, that's a little bit odd, especially since the bias is Gufek Dusha and the Ritzua is only Tashmisha Kedusha. But according to Rambam, the problem is greater. Because according to the Rambam, not only did the bias not have to be uh, a, a specific color, but the bias don't even have to have been treated. Whereas the bias can be what was called or matzah, an, or, an untreated hide. And was, in order to for the Ritzua, you need leather that's already been treated and painted a certain color. It has to be black on the outside. And the bias that can be untreated hide. Most Rishonim say that the bias has to be mu'ubad. It doesn't have to be maybe mu'ubad l'shma, uh, but at least it, it does need ibud. It requires ibud. Uh, it has to be treated. It has not to be painted, but it requires ibud. While the Ram doesn't require ibud at all. And the question is why the Ram doesn't require ibud by the tefillin Shavrosh. So, you know, if it doesn't require Ibud, it certainly won't require Ibud Lishma. That's clear. So even if you do Ibud, if you do treat it, it wouldn't require Lishma. Uh, according to Boshi Shonim, it requires Ibud, and it requires Ibud Lishma. It just doesn't have to be painted. Okay, so that you can understand. But the Ram Shita is, is a little bit difficult. Um... It also seems to go against a Gemara later on in Daphne Mbeiz and Mbeiz. The Gemara says if you take the tefillin and you cover them instead of with, with leather, you cover them with gold, tzipanzav, o tolayim arbehem atmei apsulos, arbehem atoros, ksheros, ve'afal pishlo ibdan l'shma. Even though you are not ma'abed l'shma, ha'bashim gamliel omer, af arbehem atoros, psulos, ad shayabdem l'shma. So you have machlokas over here between Rabbi Shimon Leon, Tanakamba, whether you need Ibn Shema by the bias or you don't need Ibn Shema by the bias. Okay. So that's one machlokas. You know, we're not going to go into right now. But everybody requires seems to require Ibn. The question is whether you require the Shema or not the Shema. But everybody requires Ibn. Where did the Ram get his Shita that you can use or Matzah untreated, untreated hide? So, I want to make a suggestion based on something I once heard from Rav Salvechik in a totally different context. There's a stira in the Rambam. Rambam writes in Hilchus Kalim, Perik Beis Halacha Aleph, that if you make a clay kibul, it's makabal tuma even though it's untreated hide. As long as it has a clay kibul, in other words, it, it has a certain, it can, it can, you know, it has a certain toch. It, it, it can contain liquid. You pour liquid in, liquid will stay. Right? Now, you make a little dish, a little bowl. So even though you made it out of hide, you didn't treat the hide, it's already makabal tumah. Also, kli kibo mikomakom, harez makabal tumah, b'chol shumina Torah, ketzar oklimina or matzah, shlomis abed klal, it's makabal tumah. Now the Rambam, we're going to a totally different context, when he's talking about a din of, when the makrib v'komar chatas, and blood would be, would accidentally be sprinkled on big day kahuna, so there would be a din of kibbutz. You would have to wash those big day kahuna. So the Gemara says, what happens 
know, if it sprinkles on different material, nitas or dag on leather, some kind of leather made out of out of the skin of of a fish, you don't eat kibos because it's not royal kabel But if it's nitas and or behematmeya. If the R was not yet taken off the animal, it doesn't eat tumma. But after it was taken off the animal, flayed from the animal, it eats kibus. She afal pisha eno makabal tumma ata. Even though now it's not makabal tumma, harei roi lekabas tumma achrei l'seis abed. Once it's treated, it will be right to makabal tumma. So the Rambam in Hilchos Kelim says that untreated hide is makabal tumma as long as you make a clay kibul out of it. The Rambam in Hilchus Masukabanos writes that if it's not treated, it will be royal kabbal once you treat it. It's not, it sounds like if it was treated, it's not royal kabbal So Salvechik wanted to suggest that there are two different types. There's kabbal's tuma midin, you know, begadim, like by mitzora. There's a din of tumas begadim by mitzora, the saras begadim. Saras begadim over there, there's a sefray that sounds like you need you need R that's ma'ubad. You need treated, you need treated R. Because if you want to make a coat made out of leather, you can't use hide. You have to have it, you have to have leather. You have, it has to be treated. So in order to, to be right, to be makabal tumah, be din begadim, this, this special Allah of tzeras begadim, it has to be treated. On the other hand, uh, in order to be makabal tumah, be din kalim, you can make a kli, a kli kibble, you can make out of hide. So, if that's true, perhaps we can suge- suggest that there's a difference between the bias. The bias basically is a clique keyboard for the, for the, for the, for the partials. You need something to put the partials in. So you have to have a compartment. So you have four compartments of the Sharosh, you have one compartment of the Shalyad, but it's basically there to contain the partials. And, 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 and the partials emanate. From the base, but it's there to be a base keyboard of the partials. So the partials are basically what you put on your head and what you put on your arm. And the bias is there, it's, it's exactly that. It's a bias for the partials. That's why it's called a bias. It contains the partials. And therefore, since the role that it plays is one of a keli, of a kli, of a keli, therefore, it doesn't need ibud. On the other hand, ritsuos, are the way in which you attach it to the body. So therefore, rituals basically play the role of a garment. That's that's how you attach the bias and the parashos to the body, by wrapping around the arm, by wrapping around the head. And therefore, the role that the rituals play are is parallel to the role of a beggar. That's how you attach it. That's how you attach the parashos to the head. That's how you attach it to the arm. And therefore, the connection between the parashos and the bias and the body is that's what's, that's what's accomplished by the ritzuos. And therefore, ritzuos have to be treated. On the other hand, the, the bias, which is simply a clay kibble, a way, a bias for the parashos, to put the parashos inside, that might not need, that might not need to be treated.